You know, vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. Zimmer. What's up, y'all? It's QB. Yeah, man. You know, back at you with another crazy ass episode. Gonna hit you with some crazy shit on top, man. You know, um. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, uh. Medical people, uh, I think they say what they call them, medical, medical leaders, professionals, medical professionals. They trying to say uh, they gonna start calling the vagina a bonus hole, so they don't offend anyone. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm I just gonna call it what it is. Like now, it's to the point you're gonna change the entire. I mean, you're changing everything. Instead of just leaving it the way it should be. Man, leave shit how it was, man. God had, God had things the way that it was for a reason, man. Right? Call it vagina. Yeah. Where I come from, we call it a pussy. Some niggas even call it coochie. Well, yeah, but the the proper name is vagina. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's the, 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 uh, the, uh, Proper anatomy terminology for it, you know. But I guess we got to call it a bonus hole now. So, you know, shout out to all the women that got the getting. Nah, fuck that. I ain't going to say that. I'm going to say shout out to mine, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Bonus hole. But it don't even fuck all y'all bonus hole ass niggas, man. I got time for y'all, you bonus hole ass niggas. But because even when even when you say bonus hole, you don't think of that. When you sent me that text message, I automatically thought about your butthole. Yeah, that's when you hear bonus hole bonus because hole. I mean, <laughs> who the fuck thinking about? <laughs> I mean, I'm not thinking about. So that. I guess they're trying to say bonus hole because men and women and non-binary and because everybody has a butthole so maybe that's why they're calling it a bonus hole no no fuck that it don't make sense but at all whatever. i'm telling you man i heard somebody say don't let the devil's lies make sense and um boy hey listen we ain't letting this shit make sense <laughs> we, we, we planning this shit first and foremost y'all we ain't trying to promote this shit uh, cause the title of the episode is uh, Bonus Hole Ass Ninjas. So, um, <laughs> we ain't promoting this shit. We really clowning this shit, man. You know me, I'm a fucking clown ass nigga, you know. I'm not calling my vagina a bonus hole. I'm sorry. Fuck no. Nah, I'm, I'm calling it what it is. That's a succulent pussy. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Well, speaking of bonus holes, what did, um, what did we find out today? What what was something else that we heard crazy oh, yeah, related man. to bonus holes and sexual parts? That came across this uh came across this clip and this girl was like uh stop equating uh stop looking for women with uh low body counts because even if you ask her well her count was she wasn't gonna tell you anyway and she was like, Let's be honest, don't nobody really want a woman with a low body count because she ain't gonna have no experience with women that got a high body count. They got more experience. Why not be with somebody with a high body count that can please you? What did you want to be pleased with? Just because a woman got a high body count don't mean that she know how to please her man because every nigga wants something different. First and foremost. Second of all, 
Bitch, if you done goddamn been with every goddamn man, your pussy ain't worth a fuck. Yeah, your pussy might still get wet, but every pussy's supposed to get wet. What that motherfucker grip like? And you can't sit up here and tell me if you done goddamn been ran through, your pussy still grip like a goddamn girl. Who done fucked less than goddamn 10 niggas? If you don't fuck goddamn four, if, I don't give a fuck what a woman say. If a woman done fuck goddamn 50 plus niggas, she can't sit up here and tell me a pussy grip like a girl that's don't fuck less than 20 niggas. No, of course not. Hell no. Nah. And I'm getting some realistic numbers. Like, we be just being honest now. Between 20 and 50. You, that's, those are realistic numbers if we're talking about adults. I'm talking about people that's in their 30s. I ain't talking about nobody that's. If you, hell, some, some motherfuckers in their 20s done goddamn fucked in between 20 and 50 people. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends on when they started. Yeah, you know. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that either because just like you said, every man don't want the same thing. Just like with the ladies, it, every woman don't want the same thing. You're, the woman you with now ain't going to get pleased or satisfied with the things that you did for your ex. Exactly. Like, your ex may have thought you was the Mr. <laughs> I can't think of it. No, I can't say that. She, she, no, because I, no. Same. I'm not going to say that. Same. She, she made it. But I got too bad shit with the dude. I can say that shit. No, because you're going to be like, your ex may have thought that you was the best ever to do it, but you get with somebody else and oh. they may not feel that way. Oh. oh. That ain't what I was going to say. I'll tell you the name that I'm going to say and I can't say that name. like, oh shit, I am that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> Um, just because, uh, and then another thing, um, just because, um, a woman has a high body count, that don't just necessarily mean that she gonna be able to please you, because if she got a high body count and she can please you, why ain't no nigga done trying to lock her down? And furthermore, like you said, the the girl in the clip that was talking, one of her points was having a high body count means she got more experience. She better this than the third. But the first thing you said, your box ain't going to do what it's supposed to do as far as tightening. I know the um, hoes. Hold on. I know the hoes. Like, I can like, sit my ass off as a hot water. I'll it still that. ain't going to be like the girl that ain't stretched out. Yeah, I know. But what I was going to say is... Another point to her saying, you know, that um, the girl that has less experience or whatever isn't better. Um, the girl that has less men, you don't know what her previous man taught her. Exactly. You don't know how long she was with that man and what things they have tried. And furthermore, if we just scratch it all, you know, if we just end all of this stuff and... If somebody waited, which a lot of us don't, we didn't. But if people waited until they got married to have sex, it re- that wouldn't even be a conversation because it wouldn't be nobody to compare it to. So at that point, you would be forced to communicate with your partner and you would be forced to learn together what you like. So, yeah. Hey, yo, I got a, um, I, I, I don't even know what the fuck he So I used to work with a dude, you know, a man gonna call out a name, white boy. He, uh, 
he used to tell him straight up that he was only he had only had one partner, one sex partner his whole life, and it was his wife. He was like, and that was it. Now like, damn, you the only motherfucker that she don't fuck. He said, I think so. I said, what the fuck you mean? You think so, man? <laughs> she, this the only piece of pussy you done got, and you ain't for sure if you done got some more. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Even though he was married, we used to tell, hey, look, you need to go get you some different pussy, my nigga. Because, like, as a man, I don't recommend no man just have one piece of pussy his whole life. I don't recommend one woman have one, one dick her whole life. Like, he may have strong beliefs. He may, may be yeah. trying to live and do what <laughs> he is. Jesus I, told I ain't going to say. Mm-hmm. It goes to my point, though. Like I had said before, if stuff is done the way God wants us to do it, that man ain't never thought about cheating on his wife. Even with y'all trying to influence him to go get him some more, he ain't never thought about doing that because he ain't got nothing to compare it to and that thought ain't been there because... He done thought of it. He done told us. I done thought about it. Cause but he ain't went through with it. Nah, he went through he gonna, it. Because he's sticking to what he believe in. Because he said, he was like, nah, I don't want to lose my wife and my kids. So, I mean, you know, I, I can't knock him for it. You know, we used to do a joke. We weren't yeah. trying to, like, peer pressure him. And like, man, you really like fuck Yeah, y'all was. We, was. we was jokingly doing this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how niggas do. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I, you know, shit. I ain't seen his ass coming up on three years. Mm. Well, what else? Oh, um, Monopoly Go. Mm-hmm. This is going to be real quick, but I shouldn't have followed up behind y'all and downloaded Monopoly Go because now I'm sitting around waiting on rolls like a crackhead. She done had me download the shit. So I said, download it so yeah, I can get uh, so many rolls from you. I'm like, man. Yeah, I need gonna, to send you an invite, and yeah. I ran through them quickly. And then this, and then she gonna holler at her. You ain't gonna play it. Let me play it on your phone. I said, No, you didn't play it. You didn't play it. You didn't play it. Well, let me play. I said, Hey, I'm not letting you play it. Shit, get my goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no damn thing. Look at you addicted to it, man. I said, That's not make no sense, boy. I'm not the only one. It's actually pretty fun. And it's different. Like, it's Monopoly, but it's not like the standard Monopoly. You got, it's different levels, and you building up different boards. So, you're not playing on the same board over and over again. Once you build up a board, you go on to the next level. No worries. Yeah. So, it's almost like, uh, like are the board levels more difficult? Do they get more difficult as you go on? You get more money, but it all because, but because you're getting more money, it also costs you more to get out of jail. The price of your upgrades and your buildings cost more. So yeah, each level. So basically, it's like each level is like you move to a new city. Yeah, you go into a new territory to build. Yeah, the property taxes and shit higher. Yeah, I'm speaking in like real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. If you haven't downloaded it, I recommend 10 out of 10. Yeah. I ain't downloaded this shit, man. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people. Anyway, y'all download this shit, man. But uh, let's talk about uh, the. Oh, and we're not paid sponsors for Monopoly Go either. But if they want us to be, we will be. Get that check. <laughs> Get that check. You never man. know. Yeah, we never know who might hear that shit. But um, let's talk about this real quick. Um, you know, um, sometimes we uh we cherish the friendships that we have, and especially the ones that um that we 
have since we've been with some we've been friends with someone since we was kids. And you know, growing up, um, and as you get older, sometimes you may feel like just because y'all grew up together, they may put too much on you, like too much responsibility. Or you sometimes you may feel like you put too much responsibility on them yourself. Um, but let's let's talk about that real quick because I know um, I felt like that before. Like you know, I done tried to be there for my friends, and you know, be like shit. And my nigga, he, he said the woman to be there, I gotta be there, you know. But shit, when it when it's time for the to return that favor on my end, I'm gonna get this saying it don't be reciprocated, and I'll be like, well, you know, fuck it, it is what it is. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like I still said, but. How do you feel about it? I think it's with the, well, I don't know. I, I can't say childhood friends because I have had a friendship that started when I was adult and adult, about 21, 22, something like that. But I would take it as like, as far as the responsibility, my experience, I feel like a lot of people have trouble, especially childhood friends. They have trouble with, some people do, with growing up, like with realizing, like for example, when you hear those people say, oh, we broke up because they're not the same person no more. Mm-hmm. Well, that same thing go in, in friendships as well sometimes. Like I feel like sometimes childhood friends, they, they can't handle the reality of, hey, life is going, you know, life is happening. We're growing up, people doing different things. You going off, some people going out to school, some people just going straight to work. Then even past that, once you get out of school in that age, out of your 20s and in your 30s, you know, some people start families earlier than your 30s, but I'm just saying, you know, then you start families, you get married, this, that, and the third. So life be life and stuff happens. So you don't have time to Sit around and, and, and kick the shit like you with your homeboys or your homegirls like you did in middle school or high school or hell, even college for some people. Early 20s. You don't you don't have that much time. Like your responsibilities change. Yeah. But that don't mean you don't still have love for your friend, but it's like, hey, it may be a few months before you hear from me. It may be a few years for some people. It depends on where they go. Everybody don't stay in their own state. Exactly. So if I live in California, there's no way in the hell you expect to see me or talk to me like that if I'm in California and you in South Carolina. Yeah, no, because that's a whole, you got to think, that's not just a state difference. That's a time time zone difference. This shit, that's three times on there. We're three hours behind Mm y'all. So when it's eight o'clock in the evening for you, shit, it's not five o'clock over in California. Exactly. So, so that's like, you know, I've had a, well, it wasn't just that, um, but that was one of the things that was brought up. You know, I had a friendship that ended over some, that was added to it, you know, as far as me not being available. So they felt like I wasn't really there for them or they felt like I didn't want to hang out with them this day and the third because I'm not calling you every day or every other day, or I'm not hitting you up to hang out every weekend or, you know, every moment. Yeah. I We, we grown as hell. And to me, that reads a needy friend. And I tell somebody quick, I don't need no needy friends because QB don't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't just pop up at my house. All my friends know that. If you just popping up at my house, 
it better be an emergency like some hey i just seen your husband up the street and it's an emergency we need you to get there but if it ain't on no emergency type stuff ain't nobody died don't just pop up at my house but you would be it will be nine times out of ten you will have a better opportunity of seeing me and talking to me by just coming to my house versus me picking up my phone yeah um or you know just saying hey let's get lunch just that now don't don't do it consistently <laughs> don't do it three four times a week don't do it every week because i'm <laughs> I'm not that type of friend. I'm like Justin Whitehead. Leave me the Look. F alone. I am a dependable friend, but I'm not a needy friend. And dependable means if you need me, like yeah, for real, for real, I will be there. Even if I don't feel like I get the same in return. And if I'm being quite honest with y'all, <laughs> I don't like that shit, but I got to go with it you know at the end of the day that's that's just how my heart is so i've decided i ain't even gonna harp on that no more like because yeah. there's no point in us saying you know well it's not being done for us it may not be but it's a lot of things god do for us that we don't deserve and we ain't did what he asked us to do so it, it sucks to have a big heart at times but i realize it is what it is but I do feel like, especially in 2023, and I don't know about with men, but especially with women, I do feel like you're putting a little bit too much responsibility on friends. And it may be a generation thing. And I don't mean our generation. It may be something that, you know, the generation behind us, I don't know what they call. Is they Gen Z or whatever the generation is? Uh, the motherfucker uh, behind the millennials. That's millennials. Yeah. So it, it may just be, you know, something that they have adopted, this best friend shit, and you having to be there for any and everything. Mm -mm. I, I don't agree with that. People are grown. That don't mean there's any love lost. No. It just mean that people done grew up. Yeah, you have to be able to handle that and maneuver that at the end of the day. And if you can't handle it, are you really that person's friend? Exactly. <laughs> if, if if you don't understand life is life and, and that's that, but if, if you need them, they will come through. I feel like you should be satisfied with that. I am. Because like I said, I don't want nobody in my face 24-7. But at the same time, I'm an introvert as well. So may, maybe that's it. <laughs> she said green, y'all. I'm not green. <laughs> I'm an introvert and ended up marrying the extrovert. How did that happen? I have no idea. But yeah. I'm an extrovert in certain places. Certain times I don't be one folks to be in my favor because if certain people come across it like um if people at my job ever come across this, they gonna be like, that nigga is not an extrovert. That nigga do not like talking to nobody. He be one motherfucker to get out of his face. And that's how I really be looking for you. I'm like, man, please get the fuck out of my face, man. I don't want to talk to you, man. <laughs> like for real. But um, as far as um, like I said in the beginning, um, I, a lot of times um, with certain friends, well, shit, I'll be honest with you. Hell, they do point here. I still be looking out for my niggas. You know what I'm saying? And. and I don't even really do it on no shit like shit. I hope the nigga got there and look out for me. I hope he do the same for me, you know. 
I really just do it, you know, like you said, just out of the goodness of my heart. So. Yeah. And, you know, initially you're, you're not thinking about that. But in my case, it's like, you know, I've had times where I sit back, you know, after time that went on. And it's like, dang, I done did this, I done did this, I done did this. And then you get to thinking about, I done been through this, I done been through this, I done been through this. But looking around, it's like, dang. By yourself out here in the field. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you don't immediately get mad or nothing like that, but it's stuff that comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. So, but. Like you said, you don't be keeping skull bit. My back and forth with God be, <laughs> if y'all want me keeping skull, stop revealing this to me. But he, God going to do what he do. He going to reveal stuff to you and warn you so you can be careful. I feel like that's the wisdom and the wisdom and the discernment. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I realize he don't want me to change my heart based on somebody else's actions because that's not how he built me. I'm asking him to be more like him. So you're not being more like me trying to be like the world because telling somebody, hey, you didn't do this for me, so I'm not going to do it for you. That's being like the world. That ain't being like God. Mm-hmm. What else we got? You ever feel like you cutting yourself short because of your family? Um, at certain times, I've I've had that feeling. Yeah. Um, but I I guess I guess we they would need more elaboration on that. So, like cutting yourself short, as in, I have an opportunity to do this, that, and the third. Like I I have an opportunity to go, I don't know, let's say to Jamaica or something. I say to Jamaica or something like that. Um, but I don't want to go to Jamaica because Aunt Susie fell and broke her hip and Aunt Susie ain't got no kids. <laughs> so somebody got to be there for Aunt Susie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, no, but that's the example I'm giving, though. So yeah. I guess in your situation, you feel like you wouldn't let family hold you back. Like that wouldn't be uh, hesitation. For Aunt Susie. If you had been, okay, well, let's change it. Somebody in your immediate family. For Shaq. I asked Shaq. Uh, Shaq. Shaq. I know Shaq. No, CJ, just go, go, go some Carlitos or whatever the fuck you want to call You can go, just just go ahead, because I, I got I got Tamara here, I got Alicia, I got, she gonna say she got somebody, and shot green ass be sitting down there looking crazy by a goddamn sucker, pissing on a goddamn sucker. <laughs> so, because you know that. You don't feel like it would be some hesitation. You don't feel like it would be an opportunity that you would possibly pass up, even though she's telling you to go. I'm not talking about their reactions. I'm talking about the battle inside your own mind that you may have. I probably would not go because the entire, if it was somebody like shot my mama, I probably wouldn't go because the entire time that I'd be down there, I'd be too worried about her to really enjoy myself. I ain't talking about for enjoyment. I'm talking about if you had an opportunity of your job, say, hey, we I, we need to move you to Jamaica. You're moving up to oh. this position. And yeah. Shit. And you're going to be out there for at least three years. Hey. 
but that's what be life changing yeah. for you. Yeah, I have to tell you, I love you, man. I love you, man. But I got to really make this. I got to make this. But I don't know, man. I don't know. That'd be a tough decision. I had to really sit back and think about it. I asked the motherfucker like shit, can I get six weeks to make sure my mama's straight? You know what I'm saying? I at least I would ask them that. Can I wait six weeks before before I go so I can make sure that my mama's straight? I would do that, you know. And then whether they would say yay or nay, you know what I'm saying? I have to make my next decision based on where that would be. But you know, they say they'd be like, nah, you can't if you're gonna go, you gotta go now. I'd have to really sit down and Break this shit down. Like, look, I, I the only way that I would be comfortable doing this shit, I had to talk to some motherfuckers in the family that I really trust and make sure that they would be there. Yeah. And that's how you would handle it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable just, hey, thank you, mom. You have to figure it out on your own. Nah, fuck nah. That's, that's my mama. Hell yeah. nah. Like, I would try my best to accommodate my mama and myself at the same time and especially nowadays hey, I could uh, video chat her every damn day mm-hmm. you know like easily well how you doing how you healing you know shit and yeah, like I can get a ring doorbell camera for her that way I could set it up so she could see it and I could see it too on our phones and I could see anybody that's coming there you know what I'm saying just in case it's in like you know just to extra step of security for you know yeah shit, i might do this shit any goddamn way <laughs> well i guess that was your feedback on it and you know the reason why we even discussing this you know we keep it humble open and transparent you know there was a uh opportunity that came up for myself and you know I, I i took some weeks to think about it because for one the opportunity it would have required us to leave you know, leave the state and to throw some dice in there even more. You know, I wasn't able to tell my husband where we was going to be because I, I wouldn't know. Um, but I, I did a lot of praying on that because everybody that knows me knows that I'm close to my grandparents, all of them. You know, it's been like that my whole life. I'm one of those people. Well, Zuma is too. Um, we are some of the rare people that can actually sit here and tell you we vividly remember great-grandparents and multiple grandparents. And, you know, a lot of people can't say that, but we are literally grandparent babies. No diss to our parents, but we was our grandparents' babies. Man, Um, listen, I hate to break it up real quick, but listen, Mike. Yeah, leave my great grandma. She was tell motherfucker she feel like she gave birth to me. She was say all her last baby that she had real shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, my granddaddy Odell, that was my nigga. You know what I'm saying? He died in '96, but I still got plenty of memory with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? That was my dog. Um, you know, shout out to all my grandparents, man. Shout them all out. Grandma Thomasina, Jake, Big Buddy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why you shouting them out on this episode because considering how this episode started, they they're not gonna listen to this episode. That <laughs> you already know. You know <laughs> I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> anyway, you cut me off and you messing up my train of thought. Continue, right? But, um. Uh, 
Yeah, the the opportunity that I had. So I'm close with all of my grandparents. And if I'm being honest, I only have three grandparents left on this earth. You know, it quickly went from the large amount that I had at one time to three. Um, but long story short, it was a lot of reasons why I went back and forth about that decision. I'm the type of person and I'm just going to call it what it is. You can't throw no money at me and expect me to jump. Those days are over. Anyway, yeah, you can't you can't just throw a dollar sign at me or throw an amount at me and think I'm gonna move and I'm gonna do whatever because you're throwing some dollars at me. Because for one, it ain't all about the money. And I know to our younger crowd <laughs> that haven't really went through life yet, we're like, you crazy as hell, QB, what you mean? It ain't all about the money. That's all it's about. Go get the money, the money, the money, the money. It is not all about the money. Same Because way. it's no good if you're making a bunch of money, but you're miserable. Um, Listen to your Uncle Zimmer. Don't go chase the money. But um, down for a record right now for chasing the money. Yeah, but I, I weighed out a lot of different pros and cons. I asked a lot of questions. I just didn't stop at one manager. You know, I, I asked a lot of questions and I also prayed, you know. And like I told y'all, it took me about three weeks before I felt like I got an answer from God. So I don't even know why I'm going here because that wasn't the plan. But um, anybody that may feel like they waiting on an answer or something from God, just understand that. That answer may not come as quick as you want it to. But, you know, just stay prayed up, stay in your word, do whatever it is that you do. You know how God talked to you. And I tell people that. But sometimes it takes him a while. He don't always give immediate answers. And also, no, he doesn't come in confusion either. So if it's a whole lot of confusion and stuff going on, a whole lot of noise, um, nine times out of ten, that's not God. He wouldn't confuse you. He's going to be straight up. So. That don't mean if he give you the opportunity to get a job at a noise-ass place, don't take it. Yeah, I'm not saying that. We're talking about the answer. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but anyway, fast forward to me, you know, getting to my answer. I remember I was talking to one of my managers, and it ain't nothing bad, but I really can't shout him out because I ain't going to shout out where I work at. <laughs> I, I know better. But um, one of my favorite managers, I was talking to him. He was my last stop when I was doing all of this research to make my decision. Because, again, it's life-changing, literally. So life-changing to the point I would have had to tell Zimmer to quit his job. So y'all see how serious this oh. is. This wasn't no decision you just needed to make overnight. I would have been um, so happy to quit death row. <laughs> but I was talking to... Oh, and don't get it twisted, y'all. Because he would have quit his job, but I wouldn't have known what I was going to be making until I was already gone and in the middle of my training. So that was something else that was... Eh. Um, but anyway, I was talking to uh, one of my favorite managers, and he said to me after I explained to him my hesitation and everything, and one of my hesitations was my grandmama. You know, my grandmama older she's sick they haven't gave her a death date or anything like that lord and i hope they don't but we're just being realistic you know when your grandparents get older that time will come we don't know when it's gonna be 
but that time will come. And if they have sicknesses and everything else, sometimes it's sped up. So I say that to say, you know, I let my manager know, you know, one of those, one of the things that was kind of making me hesitant is I don't know how far away I would be from my grandma. Because with this opportunity, y'all, I literally could have ended up anywhere. I could have ended up in Vegas and we're in South Carolina. And it would have tore me up if something had to happen to my grandma and I could not get to her in time. And if I'm in Vegas, let's just keep it a book. Yeah, I can get on the flight, but we, we don't know what may be going on at that time. You know, I hope it's not no storm or nothing in our lives, but let's be honest, storms happen. What if I'm in the middle of a storm and I can't afford a plane ticket? You know, that those are different things that I thought about. Um, and my manager said to me, and you know, he ain't said in no disrespectful way, you know, we real cool, but he said to me, you know, Mia, um, for you for you all that don't know, I have a bunch of names. But anyway, uh he said, Mia, I feel like retired criminals. You got too many names. Um you don't tell them what y'all know is by. He said, I feel like you're holding yourself back. Um, he said, I understand where you're coming from. You know, my parents are elderly and I had to make hard decisions and I don't live close by them. And he was saying that his mom was joking around when he told her that he was having to move to Vegas and said she was like, you know, well, you may want to um make sure you get a house that has an in-law suite because me and your dad are going to have to move in with y'all. And he said, you know, he laughed it off, but he know that she was serious about it. And he know eventually that is what he's going to have to do because his parents are older. His parents live in um, Massachusetts and it's just them. So he was telling me, you know, I know where you're coming from, but I do feel like you're holding yourself back. Um, but in my situation, y'all heard Zimmer say, you know, he would just make sure that people would be there. And me and him are like ketchup and mustard. Sometimes we go together, but we completely different because mm-hmm. I passed up on the opportunity. I said, you know, I, it may be me holding myself back, but again, I don't know how much longer my grandma got here. And I look at it like I'm still young and I don't know how much time I have, but I feel like realistically, if it happens the way we think it's going to happen, if God bless me to see plenty more years, I don't know how long my grandma still got on this earth and I'm still young. And once God called her home, I feel like, okay, I, I can go do that then, you know, at the end of the day, if, if that's God's will, if don't nothing happen with my parents. But, um, yeah. So I guess you get two sides of it. You can look at that different ways. And everybody, a lot of people go through the same thing. So anybody that's listening that may be going through something similar to that um, and you don't know what to do, my advice is, for one, pray on it if you if you believe in prayer. Um, and two, you know, just weigh out those pros and cons, you know. Don't beat yourself up about it. Because at the end of the day, I really feel like you will be blessed. Either way. Or you could just say fuck it and bring your mama with you. Oh, that was something else that my manager said too, though. When he was talking to me and he said he felt like I was holding myself back, he asked me to try to think about it in a different way because he said he was in the same situation. And, you know, granted, I can go with any other company with no issue. Like, my resume going to speak loudly, so there's no doubt in that. But what he was saying is, you know, if you decide to stay with the company, um, he felt like I was holding myself back because if you want to move up, 
that's literally the only way you, you're going to have to go through what we had discussed. But he was saying, you know, if he didn't take that opportunity, he probably wouldn't be in the space now, the situation financially now. So where he could even offer to get a home with an in-law suite to move his mama in. If if he didn't, you know, take advantage of that opportunity, who knows? Financially, he may not even be able to make that offer. He may be close to her, but he may not be able to move her in. He may yeah. not be able to afford to get a bigger house. So that is something else to think about, too. Um, but like I told y'all, it wasn't just my grandma. I, I prayed on this and it was a bunch of stuff that added up. And I realized this is not God. Like I said, it took him about three weeks, but he was pretty clear when he finally came through and gave me that confirmation. Um, but if it was from him and if I still had the grandma situation, my advice to everybody is just to weigh out your pros and cons and pray on it and go from there. Yeah, man. Um, just way my got a question though. Some people might be like, "Man, what the fuck you talking about?" I never heard a song that made you want to cry. And I know some people are like, "Well, yeah, I heard this gospel song." I ain't talking about a gospel song. I'm talking about like, oh, not even like an R&B song. Like, I ain't talking about nothing that's emotional. Well, you know, like, well, I guess crying is emotional. I don't mean something that's, uh, that you can actually, you know, cry and, uh, like, oh, that actually, I'm going through this, I can feel this. Like, nah, like, I'm talking about, like, in a happy way. Like, you're my man, I can't believe this shit. This shit sounds damn good to me. The song that I want to say made me want to cry. Um, it's an old song, actually. It's on air sermon just like music. When I was a kid, this shit came out. I think I'm out like 2000, 2001, some shit like that. Maybe 2002. But um, when this shit came out, you know, I used to love the song. I used to always sing, you know, but I just like music, you know, all the lyrics and all of this shit. I air sermon verses and all of this shit. So the other night, um, I think it was the BET Awards. They had played the instrumental. I was like, man, I ain't heard this shit in forever. And then on the other day, I was in the car, and I had thought about it. I said, man, let me play this shit. And then I was riding. I was just listening to the lyrics, and I was like, man, I forgot this shit was the fucking hard. This shit almost made me cry, man. This shit almost brought tears to my eye. I was like, man, this is a timeless song. I forgot how great of a song this was, man. And I can't believe that, you know, that song ain't, you know, up high on any of the greatest, best rap songs list of all times, or hip hop songs of all time. Yeah, you got, I, any, you got any songs that make you want to cry when you hear? Mm -mm. You suck, man. I don't have any hip hop songs that make me want to cry when I hear them. Uh, you, know, you got any any songs? Um, you know. <laughs> don't laugh. Well, you're not going to laugh at me, but it's probably going to shock people. But um, You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson make me you cry. You Are Not Alone by Michael and Jackson. It's funny because I told you, me and my papa used to sing that together when I was younger. Um, And when I was listening to it, the last time I heard it, I actually, I think that was my first time actually listening to the lyrics. Yeah. Like, I knew the song, but like even know. all the lyrics, but that was my first time paying attention to the lyrics. And when I was listening to the lyrics, I I got teary-eyed because I'm like, dang, Papa, are you still with me? Like, 
how dope was that? This is something that we used to sing together all the time. Mm-hmm. And now, years later, I go back and I listen to it, and it's literally like I used to sing it with my papa, and it's like he's singing to me, you know, you're not alone, even in the verses, like even mm-hmm. the stuff that he say in the actual verse, not just the chorus. So. Mission. Yeah. Other than that, I don't have any other songs that make me want to cry. Alright. I can't think of any other songs that make me want to cry. But um, I guess we can sidetrack off of that because it's kind of the same thing. I kind of feel like we talked about this one time. But I talk about like um, uh, 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 getting the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you talked about that already. I don't think I'm talking about it. Yeah, that was it. We didn't have anything else. No, we ain't got nothing else. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Anything that has happened to you this week or something you just want to put out there, something you done seen online where people getting on your nerves as a vent session before we close it out? You got anything? I'm just sick of these bonus whole ass niggas, man. That's sick. Just sick of these bonus whole ass niggas, man. I got something for crumble cookie. Oh, Definitely shit. I have something for. Oh, so, shit. Okay, man. I want my lemon cookie. When crumble cookie first hit the scene in the Greenville, South Carolina area, we were big time. supporters of crumble cookie. Every week, sometimes twice a week. Because at first, they was coming out with some banging uh, flavored cookies. Every week. Then they ended up falling off. So when a place fall off, I stopped going. I'm not spending my money on trash. I mean, it was like their first season, they came out smashing. Their second season, they was ass. So they fell off, and I stopped going for a little while. And then I talked to Jack. Shout out to Jack. Y'all going to meet Jack soon. I ain't going to let y'all know when. She ain't no real crip. I just call her there because she spelled her names with two C's. Uh... I ain't gonna let y'all know when it's just gonna be a surprise, but we have a few um surprise guests lined up for this surprise, motherfucker. That's already on the um calendar, so stay tuned for that. Um, and also if you want to be a guest host, just let us know. But anyway, back to Crumble Cookie so we can wrap this up. Uh, I had stopped going, then I talked to Jack um the other night. Was it that was yesterday? And she was telling me that. Crumble Cookie had a, um had some good cookies back in rotation this week. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then I signed in on the app and I seen that it was my birthday. I, they still had my birthday cookie available, which was very impressive because most places only gave me to June 30th. If I haven't redeemed it by June 30th, they took it away. Um, So I'll give them credit for that, I guess. So I went on there and I placed my order and it had already told me because of the cookies that I wanted, they weren't going to be available until 830. They told me to pick it up in between 830 and nine o'clock. Okay, y'all, this is crumble cookie. This is not a place where they making fresh food or nothing like that to where they would need, they want to wait until you get there to fix it so it can be fresh and hot. No, they don't do that. This is crumble cookie. Meaning if you got an order for a pickup, and you tell them to come in between 8.30 and 9. As soon as them cookies come out, you should be putting them in a box and taping my name on it and sitting it to the side until I come get it. Because I done already paid for it. So y'all ain't wasting no money. You know I'm coming to get it if I done paid for it. You make me pay for it through that. 
So did you get your money back? They never charged me because I told them to cancel it. But you, you, by you, you asking me questions and I ain't done. Nah, because I, I want to live in. Anyway, <laughs> I get to crumble cookie, y'all. Because Jack and Josh, shout out to Josh, hey friend. Uh, what up, bro? Uh, uh, and hey friend to you, you too, friend Jack. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the original friend. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I was already rushing because we had invited Jack and Josh over here. Now, CJ was at home, but I wasn't. And I had told them to come in between. Um, well, I told them about 9 o'clock. So, I already had to go to Wayback Burger. And I'm thinking, okay, well, when I leave Wayback Burger, I'll just stop at Crumble Cookie because they already going to have my stuff ready. So, I didn't leave Wayback Burger until about 8.47. I get to Crumble Cookie. And I pressed on my app that I was there. I sat in my car. Now, mind you, I told you I left Wayback Burger at 8.47. So, that means I probably got, because it's right down the street. So, well, not right down the street. Y'all know which road. But anyway, I probably got to Crumble Cookie around 8.57, maybe right at 9 o'clock. So, I get out of my car around 9.05, 9.06, because like I told y'all in the app, 8.30 to 9 o'clock, and I know y'all got these cookies rolling, so realistically, y'all had my stuff ready at 8.30, and y'all, I'm saying that because I placed my order at like 7.45 when I was told it would be ready at 8.30, so it's not that they got my order late. So I go in, and I ask, I tell the girl, you know my name, well, first I told her, you know, um, Mia H., and then I thought about it. I was like, dang, I didn't put it in under me. I put it in under my full name. So I told her, you know, excuse me. I said it's under, and I gave her my full name. Now, what she had me messed up, strike number one, was she says, you didn't tell me that at first. You said Mia. I know what I told you at first. And then I said to you, excuse me. I'm sorry. It's under this name instead. So that pissed me off. So then... She um she sent somebody else over to the counter and that girl was like, Well, we don't um we have two of your cookies ready, but we don't have um this one. And I'm like, Okay. She was like, So did you wanna um wait on the cookie or did you just wanna get a different one? I was like, No, nah, I don't have time to wait, I'll just get a different one. So I told her the cookie that I wanted and she was like, Well, that's the one that we're waiting on. I said, You know what? Just cancel the whole order. Just cancel the entire order. Then she looked like she was offended or pissed off because I canceled it, but I didn't care. I, I walked on out. Because why wasn't my stuff ready? Why, Lord? She should have been ready by the time you pulled up. Exactly. Then my food I got from Wayback Burger was cold because, anyway, y'all, I, I, I don't promote Crumble Cookie. Don't go there at all. It's and that's it. Cold. We want to thank y'all for vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. <laughs> we are. <laughs>